This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Audio News Brief for Thursday, April 29th, 2010. Uh, Strike Force is gearing up for their June 16th event. Uh, they officially announced um, three of the competitors that will be fighting on the card with Robbie Lawler, uh, Bobby Lashley, and uh, KJ Noons, all scheduled to appear on the event in Los Angeles. This will be Strike Force's first Wednesday event. Um, as uh, they are coinciding with the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Um, the uh, uh, event is likely now to be headlined by a catchweight fight uh, in the, the Franklin weight division of 195 pounds, um, as Rob, Robbie Lawler is going to be facing off with Hanato Babalu Sobral. Um, the event's going to take place at the Nokia Theater, uh, there in Los Angeles, and uh, the Sobral-Lawler fight is coming about for a couple of reasons. Uh, first up is the Dream Light Heavyweight Grand Prix is no longer taking place. Uh, it was scheduled to begin at Dream 14 next month on May 29th, and due to a dispute with um, television partner Tokyo Broadcasting Network, or to- the Tokyo Broadcasting Station, uh, a TBS there, um, the, uh, the the Grand Prix is, is no longer taking place. Uh, they, they had no interest in it, and uh, it's been scrapped. That was supposed to uh, feature a number of Strike Force fighters in uh, Sobral, uh, Gegard Musazi, and uh, um, Sokaju as well. So now, um, with that off, Sobral is being brought to this card. Uh, Lawler was originally... Uh, penned in to face off with Jason Mayhem Miller on this card, uh, but Strike Force is under under the belief that the Tennessee Athletic Commission is going to be suspending Miller due to uh, his involvement in the uh, me- the post event melee at Strike Force Nashville on CBS. Um, uh, Scott Coker's comment today was that uh, in speaking with the Tennessee Athletic Commission. Uh, they believe that he'll be put under some type of suspension, and after reviewing tape, they felt that Miller shouldn't headline their next event, and they will honor the Tennessee Commission's decision when it is announced. Um, so that takes a lot, uh, Miller out of a, a big middleweight fight, and I mean, middle, the middleweight division is one of the only ones in Strike Force where they have a number of guys that are that are uh, very viable competitors, and uh, I think it's a statement that. They can't find another middleweight to, to put a color here, and they're putting the catchweight fight together instead. Um, it, it's it's an interesting move. It's an interesting fight between two guys who were uh, very much a big part of the the UFC a few years ago. Uh, I mean, just yeah, as as, as early as 2006, 2005, both of them were. Uh, involved in, in a lot of high-profile fights in the UFC. Lawler's been working his way back towards it. Uh, Sobral left on a, a very bad note um, as he was kicked out after holding on to a submission for too long and um, getting suspended, and then the UFC cut him after that. Uh, and, and he's going to be making his first appearance back in the cage since uh, getting knocked out by Musazi last August. Lawler, on the other hand, just fought in January, uh, was getting beat up by Melvin Manhoff before uh, unleashing a big right hand that staggered Manhoff, and uh, and he finished off with a, with a big 
uh, TKO victory there. So it, it's definitely an interesting fight. I, I, I don't know who they're going to put against Bobby Lashley right now. Um, there are reports that he was offered the fight with Shane Del Rosario and initially um, said he would take it, and now is apparently not going to take it. Um, Rosario's camp posted something on their uh, Facebook page uh, calling out Lashley for saying he would take it and now not taking the fight. So uh, I, I don't know exactly what's going on with that situation at the moment, but uh, who knows with Lashley right now? I mean, he's made comments that he wants to come up slowly or he wants to fight the best. Um, it's now sounding like he's picking and choosing, and um, at, at this point in his career, he just needs to fight whoever Strike Force puts in front of him. And uh, it should be a challenge, uh, the likes of Del Rosario, if, if he's going to be stepping in there. If Strike Force is just going to sit and feed him cans and pay him the money that he's going to be uh, commanding with, with the contract that he signed, then um, it, it's not. It's it's just bleeding money on their part because uh, Lashley needs to start developing, needs to start fighting better competition. He doesn't need to step in there with the best in the division, but he needs to step up from the West Simses of the world because uh, that that January fight was just kind of an embarrassment and, and not indicative of what Strikeforce should be striving for on these uh, Showtime events. But um, KJ Nunes will be making his return to... Uh, MMA in, in the U.S. He finally returned to MMA after taking much of 2009 off to uh, pursue his boxing career, and uh, um, he'll uh, he returned to fight at Dream 13 in March and uh, was victorious there. So uh, I'm in- interested to see who they put him up against here uh, in, in Strikeforce on the way back. Uh, other news: the Jenna Jameson Tito Ortiz saga uh, may be coming to an end um, already. Both of them have uh, backed off of the allegations that they made uh, earlier this week. Um, Jameson saying what actually happened has now been dramatically distorted and misinterpreted in remarks that both Tito and I made after we both in. Um, so uh, it, it sounds like everything was blown out of proportion. Uh, Tito Ortiz is now um, going back on his allegations that Jenna had a relapse of OxyContin. Um, he's now saying that he just found um, two pills and overreacted. Uh, Jameson said that they were very old pills, and uh, she has actually passed a drug test this week. Um, so she was clean for the OxyContin, if that was indeed the case. Uh, Tito's lawyer said the entire thing was just a big mis- misunderstanding. So whatever actually happened were, I, I mean... I don't, I don't know that it's ever going to come out, whatever actually happened in that house, and only those that were uh, present and um, witnessed the back and forth between the two of them are going to have any idea what actually took place, but um, it sounds like Tito's not going to uh, ultimately um, face any real charges from this, Jenna's not going to press any charges, and uh, Tito's not going to have any negative uh, effect to his... UFC career going further, um, certainly not going to get cut for whatever happens, so uh, I, that's the end of it uh, as far as I'm concerned, because um, there's no need to sit and continue to speculate on it uh, when they're not going to sit and, and deal with it anyway, so um, 
it's done and hopefully over with, and uh, unless the California or the Orange County District Attorney decides to go forward with charges anyway, um, I, I don't think it's anything that uh, needs to be commented on further. Uh, other UFC news, um, John Jones is reportedly going to be returning um, uh, to Versus, actually, uh, on August uh, at the UFC on Versus 2 event. Uh, against Vladimir, the janitor, Matyushenko. Um, I, I don't mind this bout at all. I, it's not signed and official yet, but it's uh, uh, one that they have uh, agreed upon. And it's it's definitely an interesting fight. It's not necessarily a step up or down from Brandon Vera for Jones. It's kind of a, um, a stagnant fight, keeping him in the same level in the division. Um, he, he, he's only 22. He's only been training a little over two years. It's fine to bring him along slowly. Dana White says he's not going to start him on a title path until uh, he has another year under his belt. So another, you know, two, three fights uh, before he really starts uh, fighting some of the top, top guys in the division. Um, I think Nadyshenko is a very good placeholder opponent for that very reason. And uh, I just think it'll be a good matchup between uh, Jones and Nadyshenko and you know, if Jones suffers a loss along the way, it's not going to be the end of his career. It's not going to completely derail him. I mean, he is uh, an extremely talented fighter, but he's also only 22 years old. And, you know, he's not going to learn everything overnight as as phenomenal as he's been thus far. So it's not nothing I'm concerned about, and I think it's a, a good matchup for the versus card. Um, the Ultimate Fighter continues to do... Um, Good ratings. Last night's uh, episode featured Josh Bryant's decision victory over Chris McRae uh, to continue on with it. Um, Clayton McKinney was shown uh, getting surgery on his shoulder, and uh, Tito Ortiz uh, apologized for giving him shit about it uh, earlier in the season because it was clearly uh, something that was um, a, a legit injury and something he needed surgery for. So it's another good, sh- good episode of the show. The uh, ratings are staying strong. Uh, the UFC is touting um, a ratings victory over the NBA playoffs in the uh, men 18 to 34 demographic. So uh, it is another solid night of fights. They're up 14% overall from the um, Ultimate Fighter season nine, uh, which aired during this time period uh, in 2009. So uh, outside of the uh, freak ratings that the Ultimate Fighter season 10 got because of Rashad Rampage and especially Kimbo Slice. Um, you know, this this season's down, but staying very strong, uh, comparatively speaking, to past seasons of the uh, of the show. So uh, it, it's keeping itself an interesting show, and, and it's uh, uh, an enjoyable thing to watch on a weekly basis. And it's uh, uh, definitely a lot of talented prospects in this middleweight tournament. So um, excited to see what they can do further. Uh, that's all I've got for today. Thanks once again for listening in. This is Jamie Panic signing off.